This is Anda Shuford. Welcome to PAVE Podcast. You're tuning in to episode 18 entitled ADHD and Creativity, a new feature series. Here, we focus on crafting content that helps you to feel powerful, augmented, vulnerable, and eclectic. We will have a stimulating and engaging podcast out on Thursdays. Let's work together and pave the way to you. Hi, my dear friend. I wanted to share with you all what I'm going to be starting on. I'm going to have a new feature series about ADHD and creativity every third Thursday of the month. So I'm really excited about it. I feel like it's an important topic to talk about because there are still a lot of unanswered questions around ADHD. And I want to continue to shed light on something that affects me on a daily basis and that I am very passionate about. But before I get into how I found out about my ADHD and how I manage it in regards to my creativity, let's hear about the drink that allows me to access the best part of my ADHD superpowers. Hey guys, so if you know me on social media or in real life, you know how much I love mud water. Why? Why? Why do I love it so much? Well, it's a really awesome coffee alternative because it induces alertness and not dependency. It helps to improve your mental capacity and function, physical stamina and performance, and your overall health. A few ingredients that mud water contains are lion's mane, which helps with mental performance, cordyceps, which helps with physical performance, turmeric, which helps with inflammation, and cacao, which boosts your mood. So if you're looking for a coffee alternative that will enhance your overall mental and physical health, go check out my affiliate link at linktree slash pave podcast. Cool. Okay. So now I'm going to have a story time with you all about um, how I got diagnosed with ADHD. So I had always had a pretty relatively, uh, quote unquote, simple work schedule. Um, Even when I started working, I was working at a grocery store part time. And so um, I was working part time and doing volunteer work. And so my schedule was able to be flexible. Well, when I had to start working full time, let me tell you, it was not pretty. Um, every day I would come home exhausted. I barely had any energy to cook or wash my clothes or go to the store. And it just was so overwhelming. And I was like, you know, this is like, how can this be? Like everybody does this. Everybody works full time and they're still able to function. Um, And so I was wondering, like, why am I having such a hard time? So I finally decided to go and um, get tested. And that is how I found out. So I was about 23. I'm 28 now when I got officially diagnosed with ADHD. And it's not surprising because a lot of women 
do not get diagnosed with ADHD until later on in life. It's usually um, in their uh, late 30s to early 40s. They're usually diagnosed with some sort of mood disorder, um, but it's actually ADHD. So I'm very fortunate that I was able to get diagnosed when I did because it helped explain a lot and it helped me to know what resources I needed to reach out to to figure out how to manage better. Um, yeah, so naturally it was a relief for me to be able to have a name for those feelings of overwhelming those feelings of overwhelm and just feeling like I wasn't able to life, you know, or quote unquote adult, as a lot of people say. Um, but at the same time, you know, I was overwhelmed with exactly how to manage it. So I decided to just focus on the things that brought me joy and that I was interested in organically because I found that that's really the best way to function as someone with ADHD. Um, a lot of my struggle that was in regards to ADHD, a lot of the anxiety that came with it was trying to do the things that I thought I should do because it was a good idea. But just because it was a good idea doesn't mean that it was enough for me to stay motivated to stick to it. Um, so not having a passion or drive for the thing that I was doing would literally make me check out. And it's really interesting to say that, but, you know, if it's not interesting to me, um, I will fall asleep. I'll fall asleep. I'll get bored with it. And as far as work, my body will literally be like, no, we're not interested in this. And I'll sleep through alarms. It's the most interesting thing. If you've had this experience, please send me a message and let me know. Um, so, yeah, I uh, I had to find something that I was passionate about. Otherwise, it just gets pushed to the back burner of my mind. Um, so when I started doing poetry and podcasting, I found my passion. So to go in detail a little bit more about how ADHD and creativity connects, um, because of the way that our neurons function, um, we are able to notice things that other people don't. And so it gives us a lot of interesting ways to uh, combine creativity. We have a lot of energy and passion and we're able to do a super cool thing called hyperfocus on the things that interest us. And uh, when we find that thing that we're interested in, it really helps us to have more self-esteem and really just build trust within ourselves. It's also very soothing and grounding um, because, you know, I always have so much going on in my mind being able to do something like write poetry or record a podcast is almost like a meditative experience. Um, yeah, so it's really nice to have a place to direct my energy um, and to get my thoughts out. Um, and it really helps me to feel one with myself. 
um, having a art form for anybody in general, but especially those with ADHD, can really reduce stress. It helps boost levels of serotonin. And um, when your serotonin is boosted, that means that your depression is down. So although a lot of my projects I enjoy thoroughly, um, I'm not able to complete all of them. But this project, because I was ready to break out of the circle of not completing things, I enlisted help. And so I was able to follow through and um, keep working on this project. And it's gone really well, but I couldn't have done it without assistance. So if you have any tips or tricks on how you are able to power through, um, your projects with ADHD, I would love to hear from you guys. So that's just a little bit about ADHD and how it interacts with creativity and hope it helps you guys to get a little bit of a better understanding of me and ADHD in general. If you are working with differences that come from neurological diversity, please check out my Patreon worksheet on how to hone in on your creativity as someone who manages ADHD. I'll be sure to post that in the show notes so that you can go and check it out. What do you use to help spur your creativity? What other questions do you have in regards to ADHD? And what misconceptions on ADHD did this episode clear up for you, if any? Check out my Patreon for the ADHD worksheet to figure out what will help you keep motivated. Let me know. I look forward to hearing from you. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to support me, please check out my Linktree page or donate to me at redcircle.com. Let's keep working together and pave the way to you.